Was I too aggressive with that? No, I freaking, you nailed that. That was so good. I thought it was going to be like, you know, more controversial. You nailed it. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take perfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Warning. Controversial topic ahead. <laughs> God, you're so dramatic. <laughs> Every time you let me start a podcast episode, I always start it weird. I just can't help it. It's you you do. Yes. That I let you start a podcast episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time I was like, can you start it? You're like, you're just was, so no. good at it. I know. I know. You're so right. She was like, you just you know you're it. so like, weird no. at it. That's all. I am. I'm so, it's like, but I'm so funny. You're so funny. You are. You are. <laughs> okay. Okay. But for real, for real. Um, this is going to be a little controversial, which we love, and I can't wait to hear more about it. So today's topic is about Instagram. It's about posting reels, hashtagging, tagging people, all the things that drive us all crazy and specifically Abby's strategy. Oof. Well, or my non-strategy. I know exactly. That is a strategy though. So why don't you share how this topic came to be? Because this came from you realizing something. Right. So we were having a conversation. So we actually tried to to record an episode and we realized we were talking in circles because each of us had a different opinion about becoming, if you will, a platform stylist or platform artist and what that actually looks like and what that actually means in today's society. And she and I were going back and forth and we were kind of like finding ourselves like disagreeing, but like actually not knowing what we were disagreeing about. So we paused it halfway through and like looked at each other. I'm like, what are we even talking about right this now? Is What's going happening? Off the rails. Yeah. yeah. This is nothing. So we were like, we need to come back and talk about this. So Abby had said to me, the reason I'm like disagreeing kind of with what you're saying is because I have a totally different perspective. And my perspective is, well, first, what is a platform artist and why do you want to be that? But also like the rat race of tagging a million people and trying to be seen by these big brands. Like what's the point of it? And I'm like, Whoa, never yeah. thought of it like that. Cause you start asking me questions like, so what's your strategy to get recognized by brands and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, I actually hate that. I yeah. don't. You're sure, that she's like, well, not- why would you want to get that? I'm like, Hmm, good question. <laughs> I guess because I want to get like featured on their page, yes. which Okay. Why? Yeah. Why exactly? Yeah. Right. Just to be like, I got a feature, which is yes. great. Like, I I would like that, but at the yeah. same point, like, what's it doing for you? Exactly. What's it doing for your business? So, right. and then you you stalked my Instagram. Sure did. I loved and? that. And then I texted her. And I was like, okay. So I just learned three things from your Instagram. Of most important was you like tagged like only four people on this one thing. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, so it was just really interesting. I noticed like, and so much of my time I'm like sitting there, like tagging 32 accounts. Actually, I think you only tagged 20, but just mm-hmm. trying to figure them out. I'm like tagging random people and they're getting bombarded. They don't even care. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more about, I felt like when I was looking at hers, there was more of a strategy behind who she was tagging and why. And I want to understand more about that. 
Yes. Okay. So the whole topic comes from the idea of, so you say platform artist. So let's be clear a little bit. A platform artist is technically the like old school way of becoming a platform artist where you're at a show or an industry trade event and you are teaching up on the platform. You're teaching up on stage, but right. in modern times, that could be like a Instagram um, influencer, hair influencer account that could be very much brand recognized, having a ton of followers on Instagram. Um, but, you know, maybe working with brands, all these things. So as we were talking about that, she's like, so what's your strategy for, for getting recognized by brands? And I don't have a strategy to be recognized by brands because that is not the game that I am playing. So I believe there are two different Instagram games that can be played. I'm not saying that either is right or wrong. I just want stylists to think about what is my goal? What will actually benefit my business that actually puts money in my pocket? that generates revenue. Okay. So if we think about this, the, what the typical hairstylists these days are doing on Instagram is two things. One, they're posting and then they're doing exactly like you're saying, they are tagging actual big hair accounts, um, industry accounts. We're not going to name any specific ones. We all know what they are. Um, great accounts. They're amazing platforms, right? Um, so they're tagging all of them. And then they're also, also hashtagging these um, major brands and platforms, and then also big hashtags like blonde balayage, um, you know, all these different types of hashtags. So the purpose that of that, of hairstyles doing that is to get recognized by a brand and to get reposted, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Kelsey, what in the, as we were talking about this, what in the past has made you think that that's what we should be doing? Like what's the benefit of that? In in my opinion, what I was thinking the benefit was, was one, like I said, getting a feature. Like I would thought that if I could get featured on a bigger brand's page, that it would increase my following that people would be like, Ooh, this is great. And then they'd increase, they would come and they would follow my page. And I really felt like building my followers was, was super important at that time. Yes. Okay. So have you been featured on a major account? Yes. And did you gain a ton of followers? Zero. I mean, I shouldn't say zero, a few, but nowhere near what I thought it would happen. Yes, exactly. So I have been featured a handful of times on big accounts, some of the major ones, some smaller ones, and enough times to where I have learned that that does nothing for your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's living on their account. So the, the, the content that you have created is helping them create content and post right. content, right? Those so people, so, um, so I have not gained a lot of followers from that stuff, um, where I have gained majority, almost all of my followers is through my own content where I am not tagging any major brands. And I am very in tune with my niche and who my audience is. And I am being relatable to them or offering some piece of some valuable information to where then they are just seeing me in the reels or the Explorer feed. And they're wanting to follow me because they're seeing my posts, not from some other major brand. So I feel that stylists, they approach it in two different ways. They either are are tagging all the brands to get recognized for recognition. Right. I mean, really, that's all that you're getting out that's of all it. it is. Because it really you do is. not gain followers and majority of hairstyles are not educators. So if I'm even to look at this from a, a solely a hairstyles point of view, what does that do for me? Do my clients care that I was featured on this account? 
they'll say, oh my God, that's so cool. But they don't know that I was featured on the account unless I tell them I was featured on the account. Right, 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 right. Right. So it doesn't even give me credibility in that fact. So, so by spending all my time and energy to get recognized by these brands or industry accounts, it does not actually help my business at the chair at all. Now you can either do that, or you can solely focus on posting and tagging and hashtagging for your local community Mm -hmm. so that you would, if you did get reposted by a local business, that is going to be so much more powerful than being reposted by a major brand account. So I think that hairstylists should be really thinking about, am I going to be trying to build up my own, my own personal business and true followers that can turn into customers or am I going to be tagging brands? Now, there is a benefit to tagging brands. Right, that's what I was going to say. Brands. So to clarify, yes. there are benefits to each, as Abby calls them, each game strategy. The game, yeah. The game, there are mm-hmm. benefits to each. And, mm-hmm. and what Abby's about to explain is that it's about understanding where you are and where what your you goals are. go and what yes. your goals are. Yes. So if you are someone that is tagging all of these brands and hashtagging and getting into their DMs, because that's really where it's going to happen if when mm-hmm. those are people behind those accounts, that is because you're somebody who wants to start working with a brand. You want to be mm-hmm. able to pay, be paid and have hashtag ad and be paid for that for these brands. Or you want to be invited on to be doing um, um, webinars for them, to be doing videos for them, to be creating content for them and being an ambassador for that brand. So that is the other game. So if you're a hairstylist that wants to basically either be an educator in the industry or an influencer, which I believe are two totally different things, Mm-hmm. an educator or an influencer in the hair industry, then you should totally be studying and, and playing the game of tagging and hashtagging the major brands and in industry. Right. And, but I think you also have to, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I would say niche down into the brands that you want to be trying to get noticed by. Cause if you're just, if you have no strategy and you're just tagging everybody and doing this and blah, 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 like, I don't think that it's going to help you become an educator or an influencer. It's yes. almost like you have to decide who you, who you want to go with, because there's nothing wrong. So I feel like it's also important to clarify here. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things No, for that to be your goal. No, it's a great goal. It's amazing. And also I think that it's important too, to think like, well, why do I want to be that? Is that realistic? And why do I want to, why do I want to do that? Because honestly, I feel like as in our industry with, with so much that we're seeing social media and all these things, like those are the people that were like, wow. Yeah. Right. Because it's shiny and so cool, but like, it, so it's natural to feel like you want that for yourself, but you got really got to think about it. like, do I really want this what for does myself it take to and why there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually think that those who are, um, true brand ambassadors for so these major companies or account or, you know, um, yeah, accounts or are, um, influencers that have, you know, a hundred thousand plus followers. I think it's so impressive what they've done. They've, they've understood that they were playing that game. That was the goal was for them Mm -hmm. to play that game and to get to that level. And I know a few people personally that before they even got to that, I know exactly what it's taken them to get there. I was just no joke. 
about to say that. Yes. It is like, I was saying, I was thinking you're posting two to three times a day. At least. Do you remember when we had, when I was came in for my train, the trainer and someone did a social media class and she was talking about what it took for her to get the amount of followers that she had and how many hours a day she was on Instagram. What do you remember? It was like, eight hours. It was insane. Yeah. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job just to do that. And I, and, and I don't have the capacity for that. So like, I, that's not for me, not for me. Yes. If it is for you, you study it. Exactly. And that is my point. And that's, that's why I wanted to talk about this too, because I see so many hairstylists wasting their time because that isn't their goal, but Mm. they just think getting recognized validates them as a hairstylist or just makes them feel good that they've done a good job, but really doesn't help their business. And right. so I have huge respect for those people that have gotten to those places with their accounts. And they are like, they now have contracts with big brands. Like they're getting paid. Right. Yeah. But and it's amazing what they've done. It's hard. It's amazing. And, and, and so when you look at my Instagram account, I am not choosing, I'm choosing to not go that route. That is not the route that I want to go. I want to continue on the route of building my own brand and promoting my own brand and my own education company, not working for someone else's company. And again, that's not wrong. That's not my goal. I want to continue to grow what I'm growing here. So I just want to make sure that stylists are understanding what strategy that they're using. So you had looked at my account and you saw that I'm not doing the strategy, which we now know, which I just explained is not to become a huge um, influencer or brand ambassador for a company, right? So my strategy is building my own brand. So when you see me hashtagging and tagging a few different um, companies or not companies, but things, it is in line with what I'm doing and what I'm growing. And so what that is, is I have my own, um, education company called built with balayage online course in person classes. And I also teach the sunlight professional curriculum. So the only thing you're going to be seeing me tag is at sunlights pro. And it's not because I want them to recognize me. It's not because I want them to, um, share my stuff. What I'm doing is I'm aligning myself with them and their brand and their messaging. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is my choice. That makes perfect sense. Perfect That's my sense. choice. And that is, um, what's helped me grow as an educator by them. Again, I, I don't teach for them. I teach with them. All of us mm-hmm. sunlight educators, it's a totally different um, type of program. And so we're a team. That's how I look at that. Right. And so that's why you'll see those types of hashtags. And then also as an educator, I am teaching, um, ball, I am hashtagging balayage, balayage business, balayage classes, balayage education, because that's what I know my followers or my potential followers are going to be searching, mm-hmm. um, balayage education. And so that will pop up because you are, you are gearing your page more towards stylists, essentially looking yes. for education. Yes. So that brings up the next point. So one of the things, whenever I'm teaching hairstylists, um, how to leverage their Instagram account, I want them to look at their account and say, am I posting for other hairstylists or am I posting for clients? Who am I speaking to? Is it, can you post for both? Why would you, if you're not an educator, right. And you have a salon, your chair, and you're building a clientele and you are not an educator and you have no, um, no, do not want to do that or become an influencer. Why would you post for another hairstylist? 
Yeah. But like, what if you're like me, what if you're me and you are an educator? Yes. Then that's different. But you also want to pose for clients. So can you post? Then, yes. Because, because you do have two different businesses. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's where it works. So my advice is for people like you, where you have one account for that. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if let's say your business is 50, 50 of, I do hair at the chair and I'm also an educator 50, 50, then your post should be 50, 50. And you should one post should be specifically towards clients. And one post should be specifically towards stylists, but don't ever merge the two in one post. Um, but if you want to say, grow your education business and you are like, I really want my education business to be more, you're going to post like 70, 30 or 80, 20 to the education to do that. But it has to be too. My biggest thing is, and you don't even, I'm not telling you to do this, but if someone really wants to leverage, um, both of those businesses is to have two accounts. I know. I know. I'm, I'm drowning in social media accounts I know. right now. Yeah. And I so just, I'm telling yeah. you, don't do it. Yeah. yeah that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, I love that you're it. like, I'm not telling you specifically to do no. this, but somebody else specifically do this. I yeah. understand what you're saying. In general, in a general sense, that is the advice because then that is a two diff- niched accounts. And that's, and that is the, the true advice there. Right. But, um, also something's better than nothing. So what you're totally. doing, you totally. know what I mean? So what you're doing is what you should be doing. I love it. I love it. That is such good advice. I feel really, really good about it. And I think it's important to, you know, guide people into understanding who they are and where they are in their business. And I I really feel like that this conversation is important because sometimes in, in the social media world, we're all just like trying to keep up. We're just like in a rat and like a, you know, we're just trying to keep up with the, with the wheel. And you really don't even, you're just posting the post because you have no idea what your goal is. So maybe to take a minute to strategize a little bit more and yes. which game you're playing and why you're playing it. Yes. That's, that is the, I think that's the takeaway advice that we both want to give everybody is no, it, here's the thing. The reason why I see hairstylists posting for other hairstylists is they are learning their strategy by just watching these other large accounts. But mm-hmm. remember these other large accounts are for hairstylists. Right. So take a program, take a class, learn a strategy to build your Instagram for your clientele. And you'll find that you'll be posting completely different. And if your Instagram does not look like these big hair accounts, then that actually means you're doing something right to build your business at the chair. Oh, love that. Love it. So, so hopefully it wasn't as controversial as we thought, because I really wasn't saying anything bad about that. I just want people to understand what strategy they're going to be using and what game they're going to be playing. I thought you did great. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome.